0: Your ability to move up the org chart, to be promoted, promotable, or to grow your own business to where the results are growing dramatically, your ability to do those things really comes down to whether or not you're able to break free of the chains of the present moment and spend more time focused on the future. I had an experience With one of our clients in just the last 24 hours that I got to share with you leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe I'm Russ Hill I help build leaders and this is the culture hacks podcast This is the podcast for those who are interested in strengthening, developing, growing their ability to lead others. By the way, what does that impact in your life? If you could get better at leading others, influencing them in a way that accelerates, strengthens, improves, grows the results you deliver, what does that impact? (laughs) Like literally everything in your life, right? Right. And so that's what we talk about. My job is to give you ideas, observations, stories, experiences, any kind of wisdom, frameworks, and models that I can uh, give to you, pass along to you that would strengthen your ability to lead others. I, I do that because I work in a leadership lab. That's what I get paid to do, working with leaders across industry around the world every day of the week as i coach and consult senior executives of some of the world's largest companies you can find out more about our company our firm at lone rockconsulting.com and if you're interested in strengthening your ability to lead or you've got somebody on your team a high potential a direct report a leader you're trying to develop and you want to help them become the third leader and if you don't know what that is or what that means go to lead in 30 Dot com Okay, so I got back home late last night from a uh, a trip to 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 work with a client with uh, with this client's executive leadership team, and um and we huddled before the meeting with the leader, and we're talking about some of the challenges, some of the frustrations he's experiencing in his new role or newer role. He hasn't been in it in a long time. Uh, he, he's been in it for a short period of time, and. And he talked about, man, we are, we I'm getting dragged into far too many fires of the moment. And, and, and he wasn't saying this in an arrogant way. He was saying it in an appropriate way. He says at my level of the organization, think fortune 50 company leader of thousands of people keeps moving up the org chart. We've worked with them for over 10 years and his career just continues to grow and, um, and and he said, I'm getting at my level, I shouldn't at my level in the organization, I shouldn't be dragged into a lot of the things that I'm being pulled into. And another way of saying that I've taught this model, this framework to you all before, but we've got so many new listeners to the podcast over the last uh, couple of years that I, I want to remind you of it or teach it to you for the first time. I want you to think about a continuum. Okay, so if if you were looking at me watching a video of me drawing this on my whiteboard, on the left side, I would write the word past on the left side. And then right in the middle of the whiteboard, I'd write present. And on the right side of the whiteboard, I'd write future, past, present, future. And I'd draw an arrow going both directions underneath those three words. And the question that I asked this leadership team when we were with them yesterday was where, well, actually, let, let, me, let me start with the, the first question I really did ask them. And I'll ask you the same thing. Can you think of somebody, somebody that you know, either personally or is out there in society and culture that you, that, that you know, whose name you, you hear on the news or read in articles or see on TV or whatever it is, somebody who lives in the past. I asked that question uh, yesterday in the room and uh, one of the, one of the people said Donald Trump. And I know some of you love Donald Trump and some of you despise Donald Trump. I really don't care what your opinion of him is. It's, it's, it's not um, relevant to the topic at hand, but it was interesting that this person said Donald Trump and you could understand why they said that, you know, still talking about being robbed in the last election and whether that's accurate or inaccurate, doesn't matter. But, you could understand why this person would say Donald Trump and the room laughed about it. I might say, um, Vladimir Putin as well. Like what's happening in the world at the time that I record this podcast with Ukraine. And it sure seems like, you know, the, 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 president of, of Russia is trying to rebuild the Soviet union, right. Going in and taking back some of those countries. And, and so you think about Vladimir Putin, you think, man, he really lives in the past instead of taking Russia into the future. And you could argue this is debatable, and this isn't a podcast about political uh, developments happening throughout the world, but th- these sorts of names, or maybe you might say your grandma or your mother or your father or your aunt or whatever. They're always telling stories about the past, uncle so-and-so or whatever happened. That's somebody who, who really spends a lot of time thinking about, talking about the past. Okay. Now, let me ask you. So we, 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 we talked about that a little bit for 30 seconds, 60 seconds with that executive team yesterday. And then I asked the question, OK, think of somebody who lives in the future. What names come to your mind? What names do you think these executives in the room said out loud about somebody who lives in the future? One of the names that came out immediately, like it didn't even take two seconds. Somebody yelled out Elon Musk. It's interesting, right? And you could think of I think of Naval Ravikant, who I talk about a lot on this podcast, a visionary out of Silicon Valley. Um, And you could you could think of some others that really live. I think I think as um, as um, Steve Jobs was building Apple, man, he was living in the future. So all I know and everything I know about Jeff Bezos makes me think he really lives in the future. And especially as he was building Amazon, he's not CEO anymore. But in all those years where he was founder and CEO, he was absolutely living in the future. And and so as we talked about um, that continuum with this executive team yesterday, I said, you know, I, I, I said to the, the, the leader of the team in the room, I said, I, what I'm hearing you say is that you're frustrated that w- this team. Because my job, our job as a firm, is to facilitate the conversations that are needed uh, by the, the the group that's in the room. Right? What, what what conversations aren't happening at with this leadership team or in this company that need to be happening in order to accelerate the results, get us moving forward? That that's really one of my strongest skills that I've been developing over however many years and that I get paid to do is facilitate the needed conversation, the conversation that's needed most right now facilitate it. So I, and, and so a lot of times you, you got to talk about things that people don't talk about out loud and openly. And so, um, and I, somebody was asking me the other day, do you really enjoy doing that? Getting people to talk about, I said, yeah, I love it. Like I thrive on it. And so, so I'm asking this executive, I said, so what the frustration that I sense that you're feeling in your role is and all the executives, all those directs are in the room is that this team and others are pulling you into the present. Think of that continuum again. They're pulling you into the present when in your role, you really feel like you need to spend more time further on the right of this continuum more towards the future. And he said, that's exactly right. That is precisely what I'm feeling. That is exactly what I'm experiencing. If I keep getting dragged into the present the fires of today the, the fixing the challenges of this moment i can't take this business area the this this er, this department that i lead these thousands of people i can't take them into the future we can't grow this business the way i want to and uh, and i shared with them some 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 uh stories from my background personally as a leader and then some other teams that we've worked with where that's absolutely the case and so let me let me teach you a few things about this um, as you move up the org chart, so if you if you want to work in an organization or you do work in an organization where you want to be promoted, or you want to work in another industry, another company, just want you want to continually be promoted, you want to you want to play on a bigger stage, you want to have larger teams, you want to have a bigger impact, whatever that looks like, you want to continue to grow your career in in a, in a corporation or a company. What you've got to be able to do is move yourself. How you think where you spend your time and your energy from the present to the future. I need low level supervisors and people running the factory floor and out on the retail floor and working in the restaurants I need them living in the present. You with me? I need I need those those uh directors, those managers, those supervisors. I need I need the nurse unit leader um, in a hospital focused on the present. I don't want her or him focused way over on the right side of that continuum. I need them living dead center in the present, but I need the leader of those nurses. I need the area director or VP who oversees an entire region of retail outlets or restaurants or whatever manufacturing companies. I need him or her the one that's overseeing all those people, I need them further on the right of that continuum. I need their, their mindset. I need their thought process. I need their meetings, their discussions more focused on the future than the present. You tracking with me on this? So if you want to move up the org chart, if you want to grow your career, you've got to be able to, as you do, as you grow your career, break away from the present and move more to the future. That doesn't mean that you're not putting out fires today. You're not dealing with the issues of today. Of course you are. You can never break free completely of the present, but you're getting more and more into the future. Hopefully this is making sense for you. And if you're a business owner, or you're the CEO or you're the sales leader or you're C-suite material in a large corporation. If, if any of those things describe you, in order for you to grow the results of this company, the revenue, the market share, the whatever whatever the, the metric is that you're defining success by, in order for you to do that, you've got to be able to break free of the present. The, the biggest anchor I see, the biggest obstacle that I see leaders who aren't able to grow results. What they're dealing with more than anything else is being caught up in the present. I was having a conversation with a, uh, a business owner recently within just the last few weeks, we were having lunch and his company is, is growing dramatically. It like by all metrics, it, it's so impressive. And yet he is a learner. He is someone who is, is it's like probably all of you who listen to this podcast he is so interested in accelerating the rate of growth of him personally and of his the, the company that he owns like he, he does it's like it's like jeff bezos yeah amazon was growing but he wanted it to grow four five twenty thirty times faster like make that valley between us and our competitors even wider bigger Let's move faster, and so this business owner falls into that trap. His business, or not that trap, he 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 fits into that category, and so his company is growing and they're doing well. But he wants it to be even faster, and so he, he asked me to go to lunch, and we went to lunch. And as I was asking him a ton of questions, like I do anybody that I meet with or that I work with, and I said, you know, talk to me about about what you, what you, where you, what you see this company looking like in three or five years, describe that for me. And then let's talk about some of the obstacles that are holding you back from that. And what I, one of the, one of the things that I I gave him three takeaways from that lunch, here's three things I want you to think about, um, over the coming weeks. And then when we have lunch again in a month or so, I want you to report back on these things. And one of the things I talked to him about is you got to break away from the present and move, move more into the future. And so how do you do that? How do you, how do you, how do you get your mindset out of the present? And the way you do it is these two ways. I'm going to give you two things. Okay. If you want to move more into the future and you need to break away more from the present, number one is you need to evaluate your team and you need people on your team, direct reports of yours who are exceptional at managing the present and who aren't trapped in the past and you need them skilled and you need enough of them and you need them developed enough trained enough to where you can you can delegate almost everything to them the more that you can have them run the more you can have them just making the decisions that are necessary and and give that up the more you can free yourself to move in the future one of the biggest obstacles that leaders face that chain them trap them in the present and make them not promotable or cause them to not be able to grow their business is they don't have the right team around them to free them up to be able to to um, move into the future. Now, it's interesting. This leader yesterday, one of the pieces of feedback he got from his team is Well, I'm trying to help you be able to think more about the future and help us move into it. But when I update you on some of the things that are happening in the present, you suddenly get super involved in it and kind of take over and work on fixing these things. And I'm not asking you to do that. I need you to trust me and trust our team and delegate and allow us to make decisions to fix what's going on in the or to work on what's happening in the present and, and, and let us do it. That was really interesting. And that leader, that senior executive in the room yesterday said that that was extremely helpful feedback. He's like, ah, I didn't realize how much I was doing that. And, and so it's a two-way street, right? So the step number one, being able to move more into the future and spend more of your time focused on that is look at your team and make changes. Don't keep procrastinating, delaying action that you know is necessary that you've got to take with people who are trapped in the past or aren't qualified, aren't skilled, aren't in the right seat to be able to manage the uh the present and free you up some of some of the 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 toughest firings that i've i've had to to make in my career i've told these stories i wrote about one of them and decide to lead my first book and i've talked about in the podcast in, in 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 past years where you know some of my toughest firings were people who were incredibly hard workers very great individuals high character but they were they were trapping me pulling me too much into the present and not delegating and developing enough their team to where I couldn't I couldn't move enough into the future. And so I needed to replace them because they weren't good developers of talent. And so it was it, it was trapping me too much in the present. Make sense? Okay. So step number 1, look at your team and stop procrastinating changes that are made that are pulling you too much into the present. That's step 1. The second step you need to take is you need to talk more about the future. You cannot live in the in the future. You cannot pull your business into the future. You cannot demonstrate to others that are considering promoting you or looking at you and 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 judging or or um evaluating your leadership potential. You can't convince them that you can take an organization or a team into the future if you never talk about it. If you're, and and what does that sound like? It sounds like, and, and I wrote about this in, in decide to lead, have you defined the long range target where we're going in three or five years? I told the same business owner that I was talking about a minute ago at lunch. I said, have you defined that? Does everybody in the company know the metric that you're taking them to because you're doing this right now? And we talked about what that business, what that result was, the outcome that they're going to deliver in 2022, which is incredibly impressive. And I said, stop talking about how impressive the 2022 number is and start talking about the 2025 number and decide what it is. What does this company look like in 2025 and and define it in one metric that everyone in the company can understand? And I just need you talking about that endlessly because then people are going to go, whoa, If we're going to get to that big or we're going to be able to produce those kinds of results, we got to look different in a year or six months or two years from now than we look right now. And you need them as the leader of the company thinking about what we look like in 2025. And so I'm looking at you. I'm I'm, uh, evaluating you as your boss, your peer, your direct report, whatever it might be by what you're talking about. And so if all you're talking about is the fire of the moment and what we're dealing with right now, or at the very most, if, I mean, the, 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 the most futuristic I ever see you or hear you is talking about where we're going to be at the end of the year. You're not living in the future and you're not taking us there. And so the two things you do, the two quickest things, not easiest, but the most important two, there are other things on this list, but I'm, I'm just going to start with two. If you want to be able to move further on that continuum to the right toward future as a leader and 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 make yourself more promotable and help yourself grow on the org chart, move up on it or grow the business, you've got to do these two things. Number one, evaluate your team and make the changes that are necessary now, not in six months from now, now make the changes that are necessary that will free you up to be able to move more into a future focus. And the second thing is I need you. We need you. You need you talking more about the future, like constantly every meeting, every interaction you're telling stories about it. People just, they associate you. I think about the everything story. Let's go back to Jeff Bezos for a moment. Jeff Bezos in the moments when they were, the employees were putting books in the in in boxes and working on you know old warehouse floors and they were doing everything and all they were was a bookstore an online bookstore and these are the early days of amazon he kept talking about the everything store we're going to be the everything store and so there was nobody inside amazon you can read the book which i love about amazon those early days it's a must read the everything store is the name of the book the everything store highly, highly recommend it. And, um, I, I read that before our first project with Amazon. And uh, I listened to a few of the chapters, even on the flight up to Seattle before our first meeting, when we were hired by them to, to start consulting Amazon years ago. And it was just Jeff Bezos was constantly putting in people's mind where they were headed. And so people weren't thinking, oh, we're a bookstore and they weren't caught up in the moment, the present they were thinking where we're headed and what changes needed to happen. And Jeff Bezos, one of the many reasons that he was able to grow that company is his ability to constantly and his commitment to constantly talk about the future. OK, those are the two things that you need to do. Now, here's the only um, the only disclaimer I'll give you. If you are currently working as the manager of the factory floor or you are the supervisor of, a, of a team in a retail outlet or a restaurant or whatever it is, I need you in your current position focused on the present. You, if you start moving away into the future and all you're talking about is the future and you're changing your team to fo- free you up, I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Hang on, <laughs> hang on in your current position. I need you focused on the present. So what, how do you manage that? Well, what you do is you make sure that you're nailing it on the, on the present that you've got the team around you, that you're doing what you need to do. And then little by little, if you're a, if you're a supervisor, you're, you're a manager, you know, you're, you're kind of mid-level manager or even on the lower end of the org chart right now, which is totally great. That's where we all started, right? If that's you, then make sure you're taking care of the present. Don't go all visionary on me and start being all about the future. But once you're nailing the results and you're really able to deliver in the present, everyone knows your team is delivering and you've got a great team in place then and only then do you start little by little moving your focus to the future And then as you get promoted, so you start, you start sending signals to others who would be the ones to make decisions about whether or not you're promoted or given another opportunity or at a different company, little by little, you start doing things to move yourself toward the future. And then when that next promotion comes or that next job change comes or whatever you do now, you, you, you make a more significant move to focus on the future. Does that make sense? OK, just needed to make sure I said that to uh, to, to to for those of you that are um, might might misinterpret what I'm saying. All right. So hopefully that's helpful to you. I, uh, I wanted to share that after my experience, our experience um, as a team with uh, with with this this leadership team yesterday, past, present, future. It's so interesting to think about. And I see it impact so many leaders and so many organizations. Where the leader of the team, where the leader of the company, is spending most of his or her brain power time talking, focus it, that that has a huge um, impact on results and on um, and on your promotability. So that's what's on my mind. Hope that was helpful to you. If you found the val the the content in this uh, episode valuable, and you haven't yet done it, subscribe, follow, add this podcast. Tap on the button that will give you two new episodes every week. And uh, and do me a favor. If you're interested in growing your career, you know a high potential or somebody else who uh, you think, man, I really should um, introduce them to, to the future of leadership development, check out or have them go to leadin30.com. All right, that does it for this episode. I hope you're healthy and I hope you're doing well. And I will talk to you in the next episode.